Welcome back in listeners to another fantastic episode of Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. We are joined by an incredible artist, the playwright and performer James T. Lane, whose show Triple Threat is playing now through July 30th at Theater Row. You can get your tickets and more information by visiting bfany.org slash theater row. And I got to tell you, listeners, I had the privilege of seeing this show last week, and it was absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. There is so many great things that are discussed in the show that need to be discussed. And the way it's presented is even more phenomenal. So I am so honored to bring on our guest, James. James, welcome to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. Hi, Andrew. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) I am just so excited to have you here. And as we were talking before, and as I mentioned, your show is incredible. The subject matter that you're dealing with and the way you deliver it. I mean, it was one of the hottest days in the city and I'm watching you up there for a little over 90 minutes, just zero to 90 nonstop. And I was like, bless that man. Someone get him a cold towel like this. Uh, 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 and, and it was, it was, it was phenomenal. I was transported and I rode the wave the entire time. Mm-hmm. So why don't we start with having you tell our listeners a little bit about what triple threat is and is about. Oh, goodness. Well, triple threat is, you know, the, the moniker that is that is given to, you know, a performer who sings and dance and acts, you know, and, and does all of those things well. You know, in our show, we take that kind of moniker and we turn it on its ear, you know, so there is something else within that and that, that we discover throughout the show. The show began as a commission at the Young Vic in 2015. And I've been writing since then, and it took a big, huge leap in a global when the global pandemic happened in 2020. Someone said yes, the Ziders American Dream Theater down in Virginia Beach, and someone said yes again in the media brands, and uh, now we're off Broadway. The show, what is the show? Well, you know, um, I'm from Philadelphia. I grew up in South Philly, and the show is 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 about a young, talented man who had an experience when he was in high school that set, you know, that started a a, a group of patterns and behaviors in his life. And you, you see him traverse through those patterns and behaviors and get through to the other side of that. And, you know, and is alive today to celebrate and to tell the tale. Right. And, you know, I, I, I love creating theater. Like I loved, you know, the, the show, is 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 kind of a reaction to looking around the Broadway landscape and not seeing me be of my culture and my background, you know, like I, I don't see it in a lot of shows, a lot of Broadway shows. And I was I was looking around and I was like, okay, well, where am I going to go? I'm 45 years old. What am I going to do with with and in this thing that I love so much? So I decided to create something of my own, and also I had something to talk about you know, that I, that, that I, that was burning inside of me. That was like on my heart and in the minds of, or in the eyes of a lot of people that I looked at in audition rooms or that were working in shows. And I was like, there's this thing that, that people aren't talking about or lots of things that people aren't talking about. You know what? I think it's about time that I, that I share what I think and feel and know to be true in my experience. And, you know, I, you know, I do that as a one man show in the style of Whoopi Goldberg, John Leguizamo, Anna DeVere Smith. And it's kind of, 
you know, as if I opened a, a trunk and pulled out all of these things to use. And we, you know, I do, I play upwards of like 18 to 20 characters in on stage live, but in voicemail also and in projections. And I use very few props. And I tell this story about this young man getting through to the other side. And that's Triple Threat. Yes. And the word that keeps ringing in my head as you were you know, recreating that evening for me is Survivor. You survived. You you went essentially to hell and back and you came back. And I think that's one of the best things to take away is it's not it's not a hopeless situation. Look what you were able to do. And and it's not just say, oh, look, I I, I beat this. But you're like, no, I beat this. I thrived. I completely right. thrived. And so I, that's one of the things that I love the most is most stories like this talk about how they overcame these things and it stops there where yours kept going and saying, not only did I beat this, I just look at what I'm doing now. And it, it filled me up with so much joy because I was like, look how far he has come. This yeah. Is, this is a yeah. story that everyone needs to know. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's, it's, you know, a, a, a lot of people's story, you know, that if they do get to the other side and I'm glad that they did, you know, that the, there's just kind of this kind of like, just kind of glad to to have landed safely. But I took that kind of getting through to the other side and like as an opportunity to thrive and to share what I found from, from my experiences. You know, I think that is probably the most important part is the sharing of it because, you know, in, in a few ways, I share it because, because I am a survivor of sexual abuse and I'm a survivor of, of addiction, you know, and getting through to the other side. But also, you know, I, I've gotten to kind of like be of service in, 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 in shedding some light on, you know, people who have gone through something like that. Because everybody, you know, it, it's not that far removed from anyone. It's not you struggling with addiction or, or sexual abuse. It's somebody that you know. And so I really wanted to create a kaleidoscope of a life so that people can really get the feeling of actually being there and actually going through it and taking the ride, the roller coaster ride that that is. And I said, I've been given a particular set of tools, the singer, the dancer, the acting tools to kind of tell this tale and, and, and it needs to be told. So, yeah. Now, it's a very personal story as we keep going back and forth. I mean, it's your story. What was it like developing this show? Well, I mean, you know, I started writing, it was just a narrative and it was actually a play. It was a play for a long time with many characters and stuff like that. And then um, in, in 2019, I was doing playing Bert and Mary Poppins at Drury Lane in Chicago. And they had this beautiful solarium and I was, I, I invited people to read the play with me and one by one, they canceled Andrew. And I was like, oh, and I was like, well, you know, I, you know, I'm not going to read it. And then I said, you know what, let me just read it aloud by myself. And I read it aloud. And then that's when I realized that like, oh my goodness, this is a one man play in the style of people that I love. I love John Leguizamo. I've got his, I've got, I've got the DVD of, of Spicarama. I mean, I, you know, I love Whoopi Goldberg and Lily Tomlin. I love that stuff and creating theater. And I was like, oh my goodness, oh my God. And oh my goodness, this is a one man show. And I, and this is what it has to be. And it, and it's interesting because it is such a crazy life active addiction that 
it works to be told by one person because it is it is you know you know it is it is so many different personalities i personally had to be so many different people because you're like a chameleon out in in the world you know in those spaces and places but i actually knew those people and to try to give people the you know the secondhand or thirdhand versions of these people it just worked well if it all came from me this storyteller so it's it it was it's been a process you know and then you find out which stories work you know and then like what what things like you're telling over and over again but just in different scenarios so you pick and choose and pick and choose what really works and you know i've had close to you know 8 years to develop it so i it's there there have been hundreds of drafts hundreds of drafts of this play and we've we we've landed where we are and i'm sure you know i've got some other things that i'm thinking about still you know so you know triple threat 3.0 will be you know a newer you know in you know more in in insight insightful version you know but it continues the work continues yes love that now I've mentioned what I've kind of taken away from the show in at nauseum, but I'm wondering what is the message or thought that you're hoping that audiences will take away from the show? Well, I like I said earlier, I hope I hope that it provides an individual the kind of universal humanity that we all have. We're all in this together. If it's not you, it's somebody who's struggling with with addiction or or depression or mental health, you know, that you can get a peek behind the curtain and see what it's really like. And not like a watered down version of what it's like. Not like the, you know, the 3 p.m. after school special version. We're getting it raw and filthy and dirty, and 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 we get to celebrate, you know, and triumph at 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 an individual getting through to the other side. But there's this also this thing about you know me telling my story, authentic storytelling. You know, a lot of a lot of the stories that you see or that are captured in streaming, you know, I I can kind of tell that they are somebody else's story that somebody they've been filtered through a lens right and stories about addiction and stories about being a lgbtqia plus they need to be told really authentically and by the people who created them you know and who lived them that is there there's an ownership there there's a financial uh, you know gain there you know my story isn't being told by someone else over the years people you know like hey can we write down your story and I'm like actually I think that it's for me to tell you know so I don't want to let it go and then you somehow are you know you somehow created that story you know so authentic storytelling it, it, it gives people the, uh, the 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 kind of like responsibility to like hey if you've got a story inside of you and i know that you do you can do it just like i did it so i that that's a huge part of what i want young artists to take away too own your shit own your shit <laughs> yes well my final question for this first part of the interview is who do you hope have access to triple threat Oh, goodness. I hope that people who are struggling with with alcoholism and drug addiction get to see the, see it. I hope loved ones who have lost family and friends, you know, get to see it. I hope young Black gay men get to see this thing, you know, and I hope, you know, people who, you know, 
can 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 say yes, get to see it, you know, and 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 co-produce with me to take it around the world, to take it around the country. You know, when we when we get through to the other side of this, you know, studio stuff to to, you know, I the pilot is written, you know, for triple threat. You know, I'd love to be, you know, a, a showrunner in the in the in the in the TV series and and be the writer of the TV series and involved in that way. You know, so so I think it it can be seen in many levels levels, you know, um, large and, and, and small, you know, I, it, the message is that you can get through to the other side. And I think that message is important and that there's help out there, you know, you know, and, and it's, it's not just help for a particular set of, of, of people, you know, it, it is help for all that you can get help and people can survive. So it's very important to me that the message gets out there. switch things up now for our second part and give our audience a chance to get to know you a little bit better <laughs> especially those who haven't seen the show yet i want to start by asking what or who inspires you what playwrights composers or shows have inspired you in the past or are just mm -hmm. some of your favorites well i mean you know i would not have saw the magic of theater if it weren't for a performer by the name of greg burge who we lost him in, in the early 90s because of AIDS, but he played Richie Walters in the movie A Chorus Line, but he also did the Broadway show a long time. Just a huge talent. You know, I it was just like watching magic on stage. Ben Vereen is is huge in my life, you know, the way that, you know, that Pippin, that Pippin VHS was wore out, baby. Wore out. You know, Gregory Hines, Maurice Hines. You know, my mother is a huge inspiration because she got us out of the projects, you know, and she makes me laugh all the time. Yeah, those are some pretty, pretty big ones. And like I said, you know, Whoopi Goldberg doing those one man, you know, one person, those shows, you know, just, and, and, and you know, I hadn't, I, and I'll tell you this, you know, and it's, it's kind of interesting, you know, my uncles and my aunts, a lot of them have, have succumbed to drugs and alcohol. They're either struggling still with it or are gone. They are some of the most funniest, talented people I, I've ever seen in my life. And just the way that they would tell stories, you know, so they live on that stage also, you know, they didn't pursue careers in the performing arts or anything like that, but they, they are huge inspirations in my life also, yeah. That is a fabulous list, a fabulous list. Yeah. I now want to ask you, what is your favorite part about working in the theater? Oh, goodness. The most attractive and kind of like sacred space is like an empty rehearsal room. Like I, the quiet of that, you know, is, is so, or an empty dance studio. I just love the possibilities in that space. I can hear it. You know, I can hear the silence. And and it's it's and I respect the space. I love collaborating from ideas and it and you know singing, dancing, acting, you know, playing instruments. I just I just love the process of of creating in that way with a group of of of, of folks that are really in it and sharing and sharing the space. 
you know, that's really attractive to me is, is sharing the space. Those are, those are my favorite things about, you know, working in theater. I love that answer. I always love hearing a new perspective when mm-hmm. I get that, when I ask that question and pe- people still surprise me with the, an answer like that. So I love that. We've now arrived at my favorite question to ask guests and I can't okay. wait to hear yours because you, you've shared so many of these in your show, but I'm wondering what is your favorite theater memory? Oh goodness. It would have to be, I mean, this is this is probably uh, one of, of, of the favorites. I'll give you two. The first one is opening night of the Broadway revival of a chorus line. We've got, I've got to get this show. And we walk, we charge the line and we hold up our, we hold up our headshots in front of our face. And the roar, the roar of the opening night of that button of that song I, I I remember my body shaking. My I was crying. Larry comes and collects the pictures. He's crying. It I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. The second the second moment is I was it was during the Scottsboro Boys, and I played Ruby and Ozzy, Ruby Bates and Ozzy Powell. One of the Scottsboro Boys is uh, Ozzy Powell, and Ruby Bates is one of the women. We all played all different characters. And I was doing my song, um, Never Too Late. And I opted up at the end. And John Kander came down to the to the orchestra. And he was like, do that again. I did it again. And he was like, yeah, yeah, let's keep that in. And, it, and it's now a part of the music uh, that you get in the selections. You know, I mean, we were very much involved in the creation of the Scottsboro Boys. But that moment in particular, John Kander is 90 years old. You know, he's lived through a few iterations of of theater and still writes and every every day. And to have to be working with that spirit, to be working with that compassionate human being, seeing me, you know, and seeing my talent and acknowledging that and 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 holding space for me. It's very, very, very profound for me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what amazing. What amazing memories. I love that. And you've left lasting impacts, not only in the hearts of audiences, but in print, in print, in print. music. So that's yeah. amazing. amazing. Thank you for sharing those with us. My pleasure. Do you have any other projects or productions coming down the pipeline that we might be able to plug for you? Oh, well, I'm, I would go out to the Muni to play Eddie Souther and Sister Act. But, you know, we are just, you know, seeing where Triple Threat can go. You know, we're having conversations, we're talking to folks, we're brainstorming. Like I said, you know, I see Triple Threat in major cities across the country. I see Triple Threat at the Lyceum here on Broadway, where where John Leguizamo played, where Whoopi Goldberg plays. You know, that is my one of my dreams. I see Triple Threat going across the ocean and, and playing London or Sydney or, you know, or other wonderful cities, Amsterdam. You know, I just think the message is strong and the message needs to be heard that you can get through to the other side. And I love that Black gay man is at the center of of telling this authentic story. And I think that that is a really powerful, powerful thing in this day and age. Yes, yes. My last question for you is, if our listeners want more information about Triple Threat or maybe about you, perhaps they'd like to reach out to you, how can they do that? 
Well, you can do it a few ways. You can go find more information about Triple Threat at www.triplethreatshow.com or our Instagram at, at triple threat underscore show. Or you can check out my Instagram at James T. Lane. And you can also go to my website, which is jamestlane.com to find out more information about me, about Triple Threat, what's going on in my life and all that jazz. That's amazing. <laughs> well, James, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today about this incredible show and just sharing your wise, wise insight and that those amazing memories as well. This has been an absolute blast. So thank you so much. Thank you, Andrew, for having me. And thank you for putting the word out there about Triple Threat and just being an advocate for theater, great and small. I really do appreciate it. Every, 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 everything helps. Thank you. My guest today has been the playwright and performer, James T. Lane, whose show Triple Threat you can catch now through July 30th at Theater Row. Get your tickets and more information by visiting bfany.org slash theater row. You can also get more information about both James and the show by visiting their website or the Instagram accounts for these two. And we're going to have all that information posted on our episode description, as well as on the social media post. But listen, if you are in the city between now and the 30th, and if you're not, you need to get here for this. You need to check out Triple Threat at Theater Row. It really is one of the most brilliant stories we've seen, and it's performed incredibly. It is a tour de force. So don't miss Triple Threat now through July 30th at Theater Row. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phones, unwrap your candies, and keep talking about the theater in a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Maniac by Jazzar. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com stagewhisperpod. There you will find all the information about our backstage pass as well as our tip jar. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you.